Customer service. Arguably one of the most important aspects of any business, but many companies overlook it and fall victim to a one-star review. My name is Travis Parker Martin, and I'm the co-author of Delivering Five-Star Restoration Experiences and the Vice President of Product and Marketing and Know-How. In today's episode, we'll be analyzing why so many companies suffer a rude awakening when they learn how damaging poor customer service and terrible employee interactions can be for their business. We scoured the internet looking at over 1,000 bad reviews in the restoration industry. And guess what? 16% of those reviews cited bad customer service as the driving force behind their bad review. In this episode, you'll hear the words from these customers themselves, read by professional actors, and you'll also hear from industry titans like Phil Rosebrook and learn exactly what you can do to rewrite the script and have a world-class customer service experience. Let's jump right in here and get episode six up and running. This is the Five Star Restorer Podcast. Bad customer service or rude interactions with employees were listed in 16% of all reviews. This is distinct from the previous category, though both boasted the unique ability to single-handedly tank a customer's perception of the entire company with a single interaction. Whereas contractor drama profiled specific examples of frontline workers dropping the ball or alienating customers, this section features examples of rude or condescending staff demanding management, or an overall lack of helpfulness when customers sought information or had questions. Specifically, complaints in this section seem to fall into one of three categories. Bad interactions with employees, defensiveness when something goes wrong, and demanding collections practices. A quick note about this section. In some reviews, customers simply listed bad customer service in their review and didn't expand on their experience beyond that. As with every category, we took the customer's review at their word, because regardless of whether or not their case was justified or could be debated, the end result was the same, a one-star review that negatively impacted the business affected. That said, the vast majority of reviews in this section did provide a follow-up explanation allowing us to do a deeper dive into the contributing factors that led to the bad experience for the customer and extract some lessons for businesses that want to avoid the same fate. Defensiveness when things go wrong. It's not hard to imagine this recurring theme emerging during our analysis. Whether it be primarily fueled by customer perception or legitimate grievances that businesses become hostile to, customers reported many examples of management or the customer service department becoming oddly defensive when asked about anything related to billing, project scope, or when something else went sideways. In some instances, customers would have a question about their bill, either before work was completed or after, when a surprise had emerged. But as mentioned elsewhere, customer service or a willingness to explain why changes were what they were all but vanished, and was often replaced with rudeness or simply voicemail after voicemail left unreturned. In many cases, it's likely that a simple explanation would have helped justify the cost to the customer. But employees all of a sudden clamming up, 
are threatening to put a lien on someone's house doesn't dial down the temperature. It amplifies it significantly and almost guarantees a customer is going to have a bad experience. Undoubtedly, this sudden flip towards hostility is likely rooted in past situations where customers made life much harder for employees. However, defaulting to a defensive posture only creates a recurring, self-fulfilling cycle where employees make customers frustrated and only further convince the employee they were right to be on the edge in the first place. My experience with this company was so bad. They didn't provide an estimate, and then the cost ended up being way beyond any reasonable expectation. And then when I complained, the owner was argumentative and completely unreasonable. Overall, this was a terrible and stressful experience. In some situations, reviews mentioned asking employees an innocuous question, such as if they were hiring, or if they had any availability in the next few days, only to be rudely dismissed or shut down. Bad interactions with employees Regardless of the reasons, one negative interaction with an employee at any stage of the customer journey can have massive consequences on the customer experience, and whether they walk away from a job recommending the business to their friends or warning them to stay away. This truth was on full display in this category, as customers often honed in on one specific interaction that tainted their view of the entire process. Unfortunately, many customers listed examples of employees exceeding their expectation, only to end up writing a one-star review for the company ultimately. Why? Because a single interaction, in their mind, outweighed the impact of all the other positive encounters with team members. The classic customer service warning about customers sharing good experiences with five people and bad experiences with ten seems especially true in this case. I had to change my review from five to one because my last experience was horrible. I had a few services and some of their staff were awesome but the last two technicians were very rude. Today I found a leak and called them for repairs. The first person that answered the phone hung up on me as soon as she entered my number and the second person said they didn't have any weekend staff available. Also worth noting was that there was no department left off the list. From receptionists to technicians, estimators to general managers, any team member at any rank has the potential to have an outsized impact on the experience the customer has, and whose name they'll be mentioning in their positive or negative review online. Demanding Collection Practices We've seen complaints in this genre pop up in previous sections, but once again, the topic of money has the ability to significantly change the relationship between customer and business. Over the course of our analysis, we saw multiple reviews cite instances when businesses quickly adopted shady or aggressive tactics in order to collect money they believe they were due. Of course, in some situations, the price had never been agreed upon and no documentation had been signed, casting further doubt on the legitimacy of a business's claim to the money that they were seeking. They came out to review a water leak. After 10 minutes in my home, my insurance company called and recommended to me that I ask them to leave until the insurance company could review the situation. I did so, and they sent me a bill for $468 for the 10 minutes they were at my house. I said I needed to work with my insurance company on billing. 
A week later, they sent me a nasty email stating they were raising the price 33% unless I paid that day. Shortly after, they tried to strong-arm me into paying without going through the proper insurance channels. After requesting they not act in this manner, and that I was still waiting on a response, they became unresponsive and sent a threatening letter saying a lien would be put on me if I didn't pay immediately. All of this was only three weeks after the initial services were rendered. Reviewers mentioned inappropriate collection techniques, including businesses calling friends or family members in an attempt to shame them into paying up, and very quickly resorting to liens without following due process. For the sake of stating the obvious, going through avenues like this prematurely, or displaying borderline unethical behavior when seeking payment, is almost always going to result in an awful experience for customers, and will very likely lead to them pursuing every medium available to share their story with others. While you shouldn't accept not getting paid out of fear of receiving a bad review, you should consider bad reviews as you decide when and in what order you use tactics to receive suitable compensation for your work. My experience with this company was horrible. I called to get an estimate and I was told by the general manager that he was taking his family to Dollywood and did not want to waste time doing an estimate. When he finally came out to my home, he was rude and dismissive. Lessons for a five-star restorer. The biggest lesson one should take away from this section is the realization that every employee in every interaction has the ability to shape and alter how your customers perceive your company. Your technicians can deliver a final product that far exceeds customer expectations ahead of schedule, only for a rude phone call from a customer service representative to completely cloud the customer's view of the entire experience. It's not rational, and it's not ideal, but it's reality and disproportionately affects your ranking on Google, Yelp, Angie's List, and other review sites. It's for this reason that customer service is something Phil Rosebrook of Business Mentors is so passionate about. Over 80% of how a customer determines whether a restoration contractor did a good job or not is based on their relationship with the people performing the work and not the actual work, notes Phil. Using this knowledge, you can invest your energy and attention to ensuring your team over-delivers on your customer's experience. Identify your customer's baseline expectations for your service and then deliberately craft a plan to dramatically exceed these expectations. Be aware and manage your three A's, your appearance, attitude, and actions. In controlling these variables, you can set a plan to dramatically exceed your customer's expectations. Information like this can either be foreboding or empowering. If there's a strong sense of ownership and a culture of camaraderie within your organization, employees will be eager to bring their best selves to every interaction with customers, to honor the hard work the rest of their team is producing, and ensuring your company gets the review it deserves. The idea of being the weak link that botches an otherwise great job will likely provide enough internal motivation to each employee as they go about their domain. Yet in company cultures with low ownership, the carrot of helping deliver a five-star experience turns into a stick, where knowing the impact each team member has on the final outcome will likely be used to punish and blame shift when projects go sideways. 
Instead of each employee reflecting on the influence it can have on the customer's experience, they will likely dodge ownership, and management will deny responsibility and culpability as well. Regardless of the ownership of any individual team member, every organization should make sure they have a clear plan of action and process in place when things go wrong, and that employees stick to it. The obvious immediate benefit of having a process defined and accessible to every employee is ensuring that they're not left relying on inexperience or how they're feeling in the moment when something goes wrong. With angry customers and accusations flying, customer service can be emotionally draining, and different personality types handle that differently. Having a clear, concise, and immediately available guide for employees gives them the expertise of your most seasoned veterans in the heat of the moment. Additionally, having employees follow the predefined company guidelines covers your keister if things escalate and lawyers get involved, which we've seen is not uncommon. Being able to point to a record of how your employees simply followed the company policy will make life much easier for your company and defend you against accusations from your customers. Ultimately, Conflicts with customers are inevitable in every industry, but there are steps that your company can take to ensure that employees take higher ownership of the outcome of every interaction, and when things derail, that there is a plan in place to mitigate or minimize any damage that might occur. Your customer service defines your business. A company that places customer service and customer success at the peak of their business model will reap the benefits of five-star reviews. Businesses that fail to do so will suffer a rude awakening when they look over their Google reviews. Take the advice you just heard from our industry experts and start taking the steps necessary to become a five-star restorer. On the next episode of the Five Star Restore podcast, we'll be looking at one of the most underrepresented, yet equally important reasons customers leave a one-star review, employees going rogue. Tune in to find out what exactly that entails on the next episode. If you want to download the full ebook for free, you can do so at fivestarrestore.com. That's F-I-B-E restore.com. This episode was produced by This episode was produced and edited by Travis Martin and Corbin Smith. Thanks to Ivan Bucenius, Jason Melnichek, and Candace Washington for their talented reading of our book, delivering five-star restoration experiences, an analysis of 1,000 bad reviews in the restoration industry. I'm your host, Travis Parker Martin, and we'll see you next time.